back, everybody, to Real Bearded News with Sean and Miriam. We are super excited to be here today. We're going to talk about Scream 5. We just talked about Scream 6. We're now working our way down. We're super excited. That was so much better than last week. It was. We <laughs> coached. I, I got coached to get it better this time. <laughs> I wouldn't say coach. Oh, yeah. I would say I just showed you a whole new world yes. on how to do it. A whole new world. You could keep singing. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Anyhow, Scream 5. I was going to say Scream 6 because that's where my brain is. That's fair. Did you like Scream 5? I did like Scream 5. I sh- I got to stop asking if you like these movies because I know you like them. I just like movies. We that's had this fair. conversation about this yesterday. But um, I really like movies. I thought Scream 5 was better than Scream 4, just to be fair. I liked that's the rude. new. I liked the new reboot. Okay. And like getting all the new characters. All right. So, yeah. Because we get to meet... Like we talked about in Scream 6, we get, have like the new Dewey, we have the new, um, my mind just went blank. We the, have the new The new Sydney, Randy, the new Ru- Randy, yeah. Dewey, the new Sydney, the new, uh, maybe Gail? Yeah. Maybe Gail? Yeah. So we get to see, because this is not so much like the sequel to the sequel that 4 was, but now a reboot. Right. That had like, they had Sydney, they had Gail. And then they have the new characters. Right. So I think it's fun. So they just restarted the whole story mm-hmm. without saying, hey, we're restarting the whole story. True. Which is nice. Yeah. Which is really nice. Okay. So what is it about Scream 5 that you really enjoyed? Aside from rebooting the entire story, what is it that you like so much about it? Um, I liked that it's a lot more modern, um, even though I love the original Screams, as I continue to say. Um, they... Uh, bring in like the social media aspect of things i also think it's the first time that a scream victim has survived because i think tara was the first time that a scream victim or a a ghost face victim had survived which i think is pretty unique within the ghost face lore in a way um and that we get to see that survivor of such a brutal attack coming back and then defeating ghost face I think it's pretty cool because Sydney was attacked, but she wasn't really like stabbed very much, you know. But Randy was. He was. That's true. So Randy's technically the first survivor. That's true. Ooh. And Dewey was too. <laughs> so many times. Yeah. Yeah. So many times, but he's still alive. Yeah. Or was mm-hmm. until five. Yeah. I'm. I think what makes Tara different than others is that she's like. A core character because like mm. Dewey is a core character, but he's more of a supporting role. Sure. While Tara is like main character, the new Sydney almost. Right, right, right. You know. Yeah. No, I get that. I could, I could get behind that one then. Yeah. So Scream Five was good in so many different ways, right? Like for Scream Five, I, I hated that Dewey died. However, um, I hated that he died because of the way that he died, because he decided to stay back to try to finish off Ghostface, which is a very much Dewey thing because it has been such a large part of his life, like 25 years or so, whatever it was, and now he dies to a Ghostface, which sucked, but it was good to to see, right? And him coming back and basically telling you who the killer is was awesome. I love that about it. Um, But overall, it played with the original concept of Scream and then put it on its head and then put it right back to who I was supposed to be. And so Scream 5 was just a fun ride yeah, all throughout. It totally but um, the cool thing about Scream 5 too, though, which I guess I didn't pick up when I was watching it, and I just realized this like a few days ago, was that 
We have all legacy characters technically back, including the ones that are dead, through family ties. So talk to me about that. Yeah, yeah. So we have a couple of really cool family ties. So we have um, Tara and um, her sister. Um, and her sister was the daughter of Billy Loomis, which we get to learn. Sam. So yeah, Sam, thank you. Um, so Sam is the uh, daughter of Billy Loomis. And we have uh, the boyfriend of Liv, the ex-boyfriend of Liv. Vince. Vince is uh, Mocker's nephew, right. which is really cool because we have both of those um, original killers in, the, in this new reboot mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and we also get to see Randy's uh, twin niece, niece and nephew, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, and so it's like we have this new entire cast that still ties back to the original mm-hmm. with it also being um like different genders and different personalities and everything and you get to see how they either like kind of feel that role again they fill they fill that role yeah. in some ways but with Sam she's kind of pushing against that role and trying to stay away from becoming that Billy Loomis mm-hmm. while Liv's boyfriend Vince is not so much doing that. So he kind of takes on that like evil persona in a way. And because of that, he gets, he gets taken out by Ghostface, you know? Yeah. So I think that's also something that's so consistent throughout all of Scream is all of those family ties. And also because you're tied to that family, you're more likely to be targeted. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. Would you say that Scream is almost like a family movie? (laughs) You sound like <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. It's all about family. It's family. Family all day. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is a really good point, though, because, like, Vince was a, a creep. Yeah. He was kind of kind of rapey and stalkerish, and we all thought it was him at the beginning. That's true. Because it just made sense, right? Um, and then we have, um, I forget what his name is, but the dude that plays Wes. He's a big famous actor. He's been in uh, Don't Breathe. He was in 13 Reasons Why. That's where I first saw him. Um, but he plays the role of, what is her name? Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a big name and he dies within the first like 10 minutes of the movie, 15 minutes of the movie. Uh, but he's the catalyst to everything, right? Like he's the one that reaches out to Sam, brings her over back to Woodsbury, uh, Woodsboro. Whoa. Um, and it's able to like get everything in motion. So. That's actually pretty cool that he plays that role too. So we even have the Drew Barrymore character back. Um, but he was the son of the sheriff that was under Dewey in Scream 4. So that's his, that's their tie to the other movies. And so it's really cool how like each movie has a tie in, whether it's through characters or through association, because the sheriff, what's her name? Judy Hicks. She was in the same class as Sydney when the Woodsboro murders happened. They were seniors together. And so it's like they're all together. Yeah. Eventually. It's all linked. Yeah. And so it's really cool because like, yes, it's a reboot and it's a resequel, but yet you still have those ties. They're they're not like, hey, forget about whatever happened here. It's more like, hey, that happened. This is how we're linking it all together, but this is a brand new story. 
all cards are on the table and good luck, which I think is super dope. I agree. And I think that also is what makes Scream so great is that you never really leave it in the past. Mm -hmm. So like we had Gail come back in six. We had Sydney and Gail and Dewey back in five and four and et cetera, et cetera. And so I think what's so great about Scream is that you just always have that kind of core from the first one Mm -hmm. that carries through all the ones that we've seen which makes you want to keep going back for more right right. to see those characters and to continue to like build almost like a relationship with them right and to like having those legendary characters there also makes the stakes higher you know with if it's like new characters every time then maybe not so much but because we get to see those og characters there it just makes it more exciting yeah I would say though, like I'm, I'm excited where or how they could continue the scream story, but I'm also kind of weary about it because we killed off Dewey in five, which spoiler alert: Dewey dies. <laughs> if you didn't know this, you're late. I'm just saying. Um, but Dewey dies in five. Um, no spoilers for six, but there's stuff that happens. Sydney's not back due to contract issues, um, but she's still alive. So technically, if they really wanted to fix her contract issues, she could come back. Um, she could come back for 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, but what do you think, or how do you think the story could develop, knowing what we know from 5, knowing what we know from 6, what do you think, without spoilers, how can the story change to keep it interested? Like you just said, like people come back because we know these characters, we follow these characters. We got upset when Dewey died because we've known him for so long. He's part of our family now, and now he's gone. What do you think they could do to like eliminate legacy characters, but yet still keep the story interesting? Yeah, yeah. I think they can do similar to what they've already been doing in the previous um, movies of bringing in... Um, <laughs> I'm totally blanking on the word, but people who are from the same family as mm. the original characters so we've talked about in our review about scream six potentially bringing back Stu mocker or we can maybe see more of Stu mocker's family come back and maybe they can have similar situations that sam is in and having to fight those demons in a way mm-hmm. of having been part of that family um especially because we haven't seen much from Stu mocker's family and yet we've seen stuff from billy and a lot of times the killers in scream are led or driven by wanting that fame and wanting that recognition for what they've been through and we haven't really seen that with Stu. a lot of it has just been now billy loomis with sam sydney and things like that and you see in scream 3 um, other characters come in that want their recognition that they feel like they haven't gotten because it's so big in this universe and so i think getting to see more family ties from new generations will help drive the story forward because you still have to be able to watch the other screen movies to understand what's going on. So you still feel like you're part of this family in a way. And also this like following that without bringing in new characters then it kind of reboots restarts. And then like, what's the reason for the previous screams, you know, it's kind of necessary to have continuing connections throughout the shows, you know? So I would also be interested to see maybe uh, Gail has a sister. Maybe she could come in. um, Or if 
uh, Dewey, because Dewey's sister was in the first scream. We don't see much of them. Maybe somebody related to Dewey coming back, maybe a niece, nephew, as we've already seen with Randy. Um, And that could start creating maybe just this whole new group as things go along. Or if we do time jump after this next scream, so after scream seven into scream eight, we could see maybe the descendants of the the people that we already know. So Sam and Tara and and people like that. If they start having kids, if they, there is a big time jump in the next one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be cool to see like Dewey's nephew or niece pick up Ghostface, right? Pick up the mantle of the thing that he tried to destroy but for the sake of killing Sam and Tara because because of them, their uncle died. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be down with that story. Um, okay, so tell me if Scream 5 is still fresh enough in your brain, what would you recommend for Scream 5? Like, what is your rating for, of Scream 5? Rating for Scream 5. So Scream 5 is, w- 5 is when we bring all these new characters in and we also get to see the old characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that new reboot. Um, I think that the actors did a great job. Sometimes I struggle with bringing in new characters because I love the original so much. Um, and I think they did a really good job of still giving us those legendary characters in their light and letting them shine because they still are fighting and, you know, like defeating Ghostface. Um, so I think that the actors did a great job. Um, I actually would have liked to see a little bit more from Sydney and Gale. Um, even though it, we did get to see these new characters come to light, uh, I think I would have liked maybe a recreation of some more of the scenes from Scream 1 because it was in the same house, in Stumacher's house, um, stuff like that. So I think I'd probably give it, hmm, I'd give it like a three and a half okay. um, because I think they could have taken more elements from the first one mm-hmm. To put it into five, because I think that's the one that it's trying to mirror. Um, I did really enjoy that it was in Stumacher's house. Um, I think it could have been cool to recreate some more of those scenes. Um, So that's why I give it a three, Um, because it could have been slightly better. Okay. But it's still great. Right. Do you think if they would have just gone ahead and recreated certain parts of one, do you think it would have gotten the same treatment that Star Wars did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do bring that up in this one, don't they? Um, <laughs> um, I think it could. I think that the fan base for Scream is a little bit different than Star Wars. A little nicer? Very much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm friends with a lot of people in the Star Wars yeah. community, it's a pretty intense community. Yeah. And I think that Scream relies, or more so that this, the fans really enjoy calling back to the original. Okay. And so I think that it would be better received than star Mm. wars was just because star wars like everyone was expecting to see the things they loved but when they did they weren't happy about it right you know so it's kind of a hard line to walk there yeah you make a good point that's fair i don't know i uh, i did enjoy what they gave me like i don't want if i wanted to watch or rewatch scream one i would have rewatched scream one however they brought enough callbacks to be like oh I know what like the uh the scene where uh Randy's niece is sitting Mindy is sitting on the couch and she's like talking crap to the TV. It's almost shot for shot for what had happened to Randy when Randy was, you know, in the same house, in the same maybe the same couch, who knows? Right. And I thought that was really cool. I was like, All right, I know what's gonna happen here. She's gonna get stabbed. 
However, it played with my expectations because I'm like, all right, in the first one, Randy survived. Welcome to part two. Part two, he dies, right? So I was like, okay, so maybe she'll die here because we have two of them. So maybe we're going back down to one. But Chad also got stabbed a lot of times in that one. So it was just like, okay, cool. They just eliminated the Randy character, period. But Chad is nothing like Randy. That's just Mindy's Mindy's job, right? Um, and then they did a couple of other things. They were back in the kitchen, same as Billy and Stu were with Sydney. Almost same situation where Tara takes up the mantle of Sydney's dad being quote-unquote tied up, although Sydney's dad was actually tied up and stabbed. Tara wasn't. So they did a lot of really good things where it was echoes of the first one versus just repeating the shots. So I thought it was good. Yeah. I think also another scene that I I remembered is the scene where Chad does get stabbed. Mm -hmm. I think that they did an amazing job of building the suspense there with the phone tracker app Mm. um, because it would beep when it got closer. And because Ghostface had Liv's phone, Mm. you got to build that suspense. That's just something I remembered. And I, I give props to who wrote that. I thought it was so much fun. And it definitely made you think that maybe Liv was the killer. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. I And that's the thing. Like, Scream is... Uh, it should just be called Red Herring. <laughs> because Scream is just full of them uh-huh. constantly, right? For example, um, we have the Red Herring one of Wes being a main character, which he isn't. We have the Red Herring as well of... What was her name? Um, Amber. Amber and Richie, where Amber is the killer probably the main killer uh which is a callback to scream 2 where the dude LT uh what was his name uh Mickey Mickey yeah. where Mickey was the main killer because Loomis's mom Billy's mom was controlling uh same way how Billy was controlling over Stu so Stu was doing most of the killing yeah um so that was a nice callback but also we had the red herring of Richie himself because we've seen the boyfriend always being the killer we have you know, Billy being the killer for Sydney and now Richie's the killer for Sam, but also not knowing whether that was it, right? Yeah, yeah. Never and trust so, the love interest. <laughs> never trust the love interest. That says a lot. We, we're going to have to open up an investigation on your love interest and mine. Oh, no. I know. They, they might be killers together. Oh, my gosh. No, that's crazy. That'd be crazy. That would, that would actually be a plot twist. It would. That would be the biggest plot twist that I've ever had in my life. Mm. Yeah, like, me too. <laughs> i've had some twists yeah you have but damn that's yeah. a plot twist that would be that would be so good <laughs> i you know what i'd be like you know what you earned it just just do it just <laughs> you you hit it so well we never knew <laughs> never found out that is wow yeah good job guys high fives <laughs> how you want to do it do you want to do it with a gun or with a knife what do yeah. you want how I'll, I'll provide both to you um but yeah so that was a good callback to the boyfriend being the killer which was unexpected because they've done it before and they haven't done it since, right? Because in Scream 2, we assumed that uh, the boyfriend was probably the killer and then he ends up dying. So we were like, oh, so who it is, right? And then Scream 3, we haven't had a boyfriend be the killer since Scream 1. So it was nice to have Scream 5 back and be like, ah, the boyfriend, back at it again. Um, That being said, I think I would say Scream earns is, or Scream 5, earns a four a solid four out of five it was a good retelling with a lot of echoes to the past but not retelling the story while echoing at the same time which is very interesting not a lot of places could do that 
So I I really did enjoy it. So we're going to go with four out of five on that one. But if there was something that you could change about Scream 5, what would you change? Hmm, that's a good question. I think I would have made Dewey not die, honestly. Really? I really enjoyed Dewey, and I was really disappointed with how they'd had them split up in 5, and I really wish that they could have reconciled because, I don't know, I feel like they were just like such a staple love interest throughout 1, 2, 3, and 4 that just taking that away felt a little bit jarring, which I think in a way was good, but if I'd had my way, I probably would have kept Dewey because I also was hoping that maybe he could have defeated a ghost face finally because I don't think he's ever actually killed a ghost face, which it's not his role, but if they're going to be taking him away, maybe we could have seen him die maybe more of a heroic death. Really? Yeah, and I know that he saved them, but it just felt almost like a quiet death. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Do you think that part of it is because Courtney Cox and David Arquette are not together anymore? That's probably it. so probably they were like, I don't want to be working with him too much kind of a thing, or I don't want to be working with her too much. I'm not surprised. That probably is the case, Um, which makes sense. But it's sad to see Dewey go. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, they actually divorced in real life, and Mm -hmm. now... It kind of echoed in the in the movie, but it was not, they still had chemistry with each other, which is really nice to see. Yeah, it was a really nice role. But yeah, that's it. That's an interesting change. That's an interesting change. I would have if I could change something, maybe the Dewey thing. Um, I don't know if I wanted him to have a heroic death, but maybe maybe I don't know how I would plan that out. But that would be nice. I think the other thing that I would probably have changed was to make Tara a killer. Oh really? Yeah. I think that would have been a nice kind of a thing to do there just because why not? She's crazy enough. And it would have been the biggest red herring of the entire movie where maybe Tara's the one pulling the strings of the entire situation. And you have like Amber and Richie, right? So she tells them, hey, you have to go after Tara Carpenter, right? And so they go after her. They stab her. She survives. Oh, what a miracle. And then when you go throughout the movie, Richie and Amber die. But then the last one that we see either revealing themselves as the killer or moving into the other one, like a, the last scene is just Tara picking up the screen mask and showing, like starting to delete all the text message from a burner phone. Mm. And it's because she's practicing, not practicing, but she is like creating this plan to kill Sam because of her mom, because mm. her, she was the reason that her dad separated from the mom interesting so that would have been the and, twist and you would have had tara live on to six yeah ah yeah. that would have been the first time a ghost face continued Survives. yeah exactly yeah that would have been interesting and just straight up goes to the next movie and tries to manipulate other people so like she's never the direct killer and she's just waiting for the right moment to kill her sister yeah or breaking up the family yeah, that would be really interesting, especially because family so like important in yeah. Scream, and to see that mastermind behind everything. Because yeah. I think a lot of times I've seen a lot of the Scream movies and the Ghostface killers as maybe a little bit crazy and yeah. just so like drawn or just driven mm-hmm. by passion mm-hmm. and hate to then see maybe a little bit more of a calculated killer who's has like a mastermind view of everything because that would have been against the scream formula 
mm-hmm. but also with it at the same time. With you know? the, you're you're kind of bending the rules just enough to make it something new, mm-hmm. which would take like you were saying, like all these killers are always driven by emotion. They're so emotional about something, which that core emotion leads them to hate, which is a stronger one. Not really. It's a weaker one, but it's being supported by a stronger emotion, which makes it strong. And so now you are being driven to kill Sydney because Sydney's mom slept with your dad. Mm-hmm. And now you're a half sibling that was never recognized. Or because Sydney's mom slept with some other dude's dad. It why is Sydney's mom such a hoe? <laughs> I'm just realizing that. Because isn't that part of the issue of Scream Th- Three? Yeah, that's what we learned in Scream Three about why. She seems to be that way. And so. then in Scream 1, though, it was because she slept with Billy's dad. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, this is Sydney's pro- like this is Sydney's mom's fault. <laughs> it should just end it with Sydney's mom. All right. I don't know why Sydney's the one being punished for this, but right. <laughs> whatever. Um, and then doesn't Billy's mom call Sydney a slut too, just because reasons probably <laughs> like, you're just like your mother you little slut or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, and it's like okay but why <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's she was with your son never had sex with him and now she's with this other dude that is still waiting to have sex yeah to my account sydney's probably gonna die a virgin <laughs> oh no she's not because she, she got she, the detective she, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and she has a kid and she also slept with billy in scream one and that's why she, no, she didn't yeah does she yeah that's like the reason she got um attacked and that's why once she has sex you're like girl why'd you do that now you're on the killer's list oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then billy calls her a slut i think yeah like, you little slut for doing blah, you know it's like but you wanted it bro you asked for it so much you guilt tripped her at one point <laughs> you did this on purpose this yeah <laughs> classic guy <laughs> sleep with me she sleeps with him. you are a slut how i just told you <laughs> This was My a lot gosh. for me, okay? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Holy crap. Poor Sydney. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It would be nice to see someone, like you said, more calculating, mm-hmm. more logical, a little, and, and that would put them more in a psychopath category rather than, because almost all these crimes are crimes of passion, even though they're mm-hmm. serial killers, a little more crimes of passion, and it's, well, you got in my way, and you're related to this person, so you're going to die. Yeah. It's justifiable. But a psycho, like a calculated psychopath that just straight up controls everybody and what they do, I think that would be, that's something that Scream needs. Yeah, I agree. Because I think the extent of any sort of organization that we've seen yeah. um, has probably been in Scream 3 um, mm. because of the order in which people were killed. Um, and we see a little bit in Scream 6 of a little bit more organization, but not to the extent that you're talking about, which I think would be super cool to see. Because I think that everybody who puts on the ghost face mask has to be a little crazy. Right. But I'd really enjoy seeing a more organized, like, psycho killer. Yeah. Almost, you know. Because that, I think if they were to go that route at some point, it doesn't have to be now. We're too far gone right now. <laughs> but if it was to go that route, it would... Elevate it above your Halloween's, your Nightmare on Elm Street, your Friday, uh, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. It would elevate it above all of those because those guys are just crazy who kill for the sake of killing, or yeah, there, there's no other motive. Yeah, yeah, and I think that especially now, like 2023, yeah, it's a lot more common to have like those more organized killers. It's mm. I feel like it's more of a modern thing, yeah, because. 
like these this is like an OG slasher film. Yes. Which a lot of slashers is like, oh, kill everybody, kill right. everybody, you know. Um, You're but, having sex. Shake, yeah. shake, shake, shake. <laughs> you know. Um, and so seeing it now just being able to evolve mm-hmm. while also keeping the elements of Scream that we love. So like we don't unveil Ghostface till the end. We right. still keep within those rules that they've set uh-huh. for the sequels, requels, everything like that. Um, while also being able to evolve and let yourself become a little bit more than what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that um, Wes Craven has passed, and so this is now being written by a different person. And so it is interesting to see maybe what the writers will do and the directors will do, mm-hmm. um, especially because Sydney didn't come back because she didn't agree with the script. So I wonder if them changing the script too much will maybe push Sydney further away yeah. or if they'll be able to maybe bring her back, you know? Right. I know that part of it was she was saying like, hey, like I am the face of Scream. Mm-hmm. Why am I not getting paid as the face of this franchise? Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm the face. You were. <laughs> you old now. Yeah. like, Which is kind of messed up. But yeah. maybe if they were to pay her what she rightfully deserves because she has held it down for so many years you can't i think scream six as good as it was could have been better if we had sydney's involvement a little more Mm -hmm. um not just pictures or drawings of sydney um but it was good and i think it doesn't help her as a like as the actress to kind of argue like oh well i'm the face of the of the franchise because it was decently successful yeah from what i heard and this is hearsay so it might not be exactly correct but Mm -hmm. that she also did not want to come back because they were going to kill her off her character Mm. and she had said that she's she was close friends with wes craven and that he never wanted sydney to die like she couldn't die and so i think they may have written it in such a way that she did and she's like i don't agree with this this is not the script like sydney is the face you can't take her out or else there's no hope that's you know? rough. So that's why I wonder if changing the script too much will just fully push her away or yeah. if they decide to bring Sydney back, pay her enough, yeah. <laughs> let her be the face of it right. while still letting the other characters shine um, and while also creating more of a malicious planning uh, like character yeah. that the ghost face, ghost face can be yeah. um, while also still having those ga- ghost face characters revealed at the end yeah you know but here's the thing though as as like i said last week wes ain't with us anymore and i know that that's his baby however the times have changed right and if we continue to have sydney you know survive every single freaking attack like in five she was barely in it like you mentioned she was barely in this film in this movie and so when we did see her, she was a little bit of a badass. Like she was ready for everything and anything, yet she still fell for some stupid shit. Mm-hmm. So if she's still falling for stupid shit, she could still die. Like we can't have her always have some type of like, you know, ex machina happen that helps her survive another attack. Yeah. And she's getting older. So she's not as fast. So there's a lot of things that play into it that maybe she doesn't die completely, but she does get seriously hurt that she has to go into hiding. You mm-hmm. know, like that could work. Also, her not being in six kind of helps with maybe we won't have another serial killer. Mm-hmm. But in reality, now Sam's the issue. So yeah, 
sucks having a serial killer for your father. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's her fault. <laughs> she she should have chosen better. Yep, I guess exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Gosh, the fact that these people still, yeah, they are crazy. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. They are crazy because they pick the stupidest issue to try. Oh, I hated this movie. Can we talk about that real quick? Stab like uh, Scream Five. Oh yeah. The reason that we have Richie and Amber killing people is because Stab Eight sucked. Oh yeah. <laughs> The movie wasn't good enough. We got to make it better. We got to make our own. <laughs> what? <laughs> like who in their right? Like who says that shit? Fair. Hey, you know what? I hated Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> I'm going to go and attack Mark Hamill because that movie sucked and it was be- like it's stupid as hell. <laughs> like that whole entire premise is dumb as hell. Yeah. I do think that there are few. There are definitely super fans out there, but I don't know if they'd go to that extent, you know? Star Wars fans are that crazy, so but I would that's say... That's fair. I would... <laughs> For Scream fans, at least. Right. I would say Star Wars fans would probably do some shit like that. There's someone out there probably planning... Plotting and planning. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kidnap George Lucas. <laughs> like, get out of your basement, bro. Uh, that's how, that reminds me of Misery, the Stephen King novel. Oof, yes. I, yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm gonna capture them and make them write whatever I want. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty genius. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty smart. It's pretty creepy, but it's cool. <laughs> it is creepy. Yeah, so they're crazy. Yeah. That's the that's the point. But so you gave Scream five a three out of five. Three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five. I'm gonna say three. I'm just gonna <laughs> round down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I give it a four. Um you would save Dewey. Yeah. Kind of, but then kill him in a more heroic way. Yeah, I think that Dewey still needed to go because mm-hmm. I think that you can't keep legendary characters forever. Right. And when Randy died in two, like, it was pretty hard, but yeah. it also was like, okay, the stakes are higher. Right. Because I think that also made Scream Six a little bit more nerve wracking. Right. Was that you're like, well, they killed Dewey. Doesn't mean they aren't going to kill anybody else. Right. You know? So, yeah, I think he just. Could have had a more heroic death just because mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of how he was portrayed in five at all. Right. So that he was, was depressed. He was depressed. And an alcoholic. Yes, he and was. <laughs> and broken. Yes. <laughs> what part did you not like? <laughs> I just think that he, I think that they could just, I felt like they kind of did him dirty in this movie. All right, and that fair. I think in order to make it worth him dying, they could have done it in maybe a different way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's fair. Dewey just represented me on five, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been there. Yeah. Minus the alcoholism. <laughs> but I've been there. It's rough. Yeah. All right, that's fair. That's good, though. Yeah. So here's the thing. You rated it, and you changed the movie already. And it's not like I could say, what do you think it's going to happen to Scream 6 as we already seen it, and we're going backwards. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask, what do you think is going to happen to Scream 4? Because that's kind of stupid. <laughs> but I'm going to let you do the outro, so let's see if you could do it. All right. You did, you did a solid intro. I did. Now it's your outro time. Thanks, everybody, for coming and watching or listening wherever you're at. We had so much fun discussing Scream. And make sure to come back next time for Scream 4. You didn't like it? No, that was solid. That was nice. solid. I was waiting for more. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what else to say. Well, between the next time that we see you and we tell you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. You're really good at this one. Okay. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, I believe. Everybody, let's judge her. Let's just stare at her. Ready? Oh three, gosh. two, one, go. <laughs> So between the next time that we see you and the next time that we're here, make sure to read those comic books, watch those movies, watch that anime, and stay nerdy. That was close.
That's close. Did I miss something? You did miss something. Which one did I miss? Uh, let's see. Keep reading those comic books. Keep watching an anime. Rock and roll. You can't. You rock can't forget roll. to rock and roll, bro. Don't forget to rock and roll. All right. <laughs> Do you want me to go again? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Go for it. All right. So between the next time that we see you, make sure to keep reading those comic books. Keep watching that anime. Rock and roll. Stay nerdy. <laughs>